the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Jenna Ellis Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And she's ready to tackle the big cultural and legal issues facing America. This is The Jenna Ellis Show. Here is your host, Jenna Ellis. Precious Metals is the company that I trust to give you good and patient counsel for investing in your retirement. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis and they have no clue how to fix it. Oil prices have skyrocketed. And when oil prices go up, not only do your expenses go up, but the cost of transportation and shipping spikes, leading the prices of goods to rise. And when and we are already seeing record inflation, that's the last thing that we need. Our economy is in trouble and you need to take steps to protect yourself. If all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you may be vulnerable. So gold is one of the very best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your own gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com where you can download the free investor's guide. You can also go to my Facebook page, Jenna Ellis. I am a public figure on Facebook, and I just posted yesterday a really great interview with the president of Legacy Precious Metals, who is discussing why you need to start your retirement account, even if you're in your 20s or 30s. There is always a great time to protect your retirement and invest just like you want to protect your health over the long term. So go to Legacy Precious Metals at LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-528-1903. So I have with me today Dinesh D'Souza, one of my greatest, greatest uh, guys that I think that's out there. Of course, I know everyone is tuned in waiting for my dear friend Jenna Ellis. She is a dear friend. We have not only shared platforms together, been on various panels, Liberty University, some of the other greater places. And she called and said, hey, got to take a break. Aubrey, can you step in? I said, only, only for $9.99. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I, I, of course, I was just honored to be able to acquiesce uh, to do it. And Dinesh, I want to get in here. I know you're doing a lot of things and we'll get a chance to deal with some of those other topics at another time. But I want to talk about what's going on just very briefly, if you don't mind, with Pfizer. Let me just kind of paint this for you, Dinesh. Very recently, I interviewed Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, who I think is just a fantastic guest, uh, as well as Dr. Christina Park. She is a cellular uh, molecular biologist, just phenomenal, went before our Senate, addressing a lot of what I call the adverse effects. I know that you've done some work on this, and I'd love to have your take on it. Fill us in what you're hearing, what's going on. Give us a snapshot, if you don't mind, sir. 
Well, I think we're at an interesting stage in this whole uh, COVID business because it's now stretched out, I think, beyond most people's normal compass of patience. And, um, and we seem to be um, in an Omicron variant that, while contagious, is, uh, is not all that, is certainly not as deadly as, as earlier variants like the Delta variant. So I think people have reached the point where they want to resume a kind of normal life. Now, no one denies that these pharmaceutical companies have found, you know, vaccine making an incredibly lucrative business. Uh, I think they look at it as trying to, you know, like every any business, build more customers, have more demand for their product. And so no surprise, they're always touting the next booster and so on. What I find disturbing is the way in which uh, companies like Pfizer have insinuated themselves into the FDA, into the clearance process. They, um, de- they essentially deliver large amounts of money to the federal agencies that are supposed to be regulating them. And that obviously creates in these agencies a greater receptivity to what Pfizer and Moderna and these other companies want. So I'm viewing their state public statements skeptically as not pure statements of science by any means, but rather as commercial advertising for a company that wants to make more money. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting to me, Dinesh, because it's not, I think, it, uh, in my opinion, there's a larger swatch here as well. Because one of the things that obviously is coming out and no one is really talking about is the fact that there are over 1.7 million adverse effects uh, that have happened here. And no one's able to talk about these things. I'm looking at uh, even Moderna right now over, I think they just kind of inked a deal over in Kenya. I have uh, a large reach uh, in that continent. And I I found it very interesting. You want to build a facility there. We want to keep pumping uh, this trial, because obviously it's not a vaccine that's in a experimental stage, but you want to do it in countries where there are no uh, major COVID pandemic, uh, dot, what I call at least scenarios that are happening there. Uh, are you seeing the same thing? If so, what is the real ploy here? Because it can't be we're here to help you because they're not able or willing to talk about the adverse effects. Why is that? Well, I think there are a couple of things going on here. One of them, I think you're putting your finger on, is the very destructive effort, uh, effects of, of censorship uh, and the very destructive effects of not being able to debate legitimate and open scientific questions. Um, there are certain things in science that are settled, and there are other things that are very much open to, uh, to argument. And in fact, you arrive at truth through the prism of competing arguments, competing peer review studies, assessment, evaluation, criticism, and so on. Um, and, and that's the process that has been, um, you know, in a way, shut down, certainly by the mainstream digital platforms. But it also looks like groups like the CDC are against debate. Look at the way they decided to mobilize against the kind of greater Barrington group. Uh, I mean, those are legitimate epidemiologists. They might be in the minority, but there's nothing in science. Albert Einstein was in the minority when he came up with his theories of relativity. So being in the minority doesn't mean you're wrong, or it certainly doesn't mean you don't have a right to be heard. So I agree. I think that, and this is, of course, not limited to the vaccine, the 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 spread of censorship on a whole range of topics in our culture, I think, is a is a subject of great concern. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. You know, very recently on another platform, I actually interviewed some great people, and I'll just focus on one at this time. Dr. Christina Parks, phenomenal cellular molecular biologist uh, out of the great state of Michigan there, ex-university professor uh, there. And uh, in my questioning, uh, she actually had up the graph. She showed these statistics of what's going on with the heart, these statistics as it relates to, again, these adverse effects. And, and let me just say for the record, uh, here's the reality. I'm not an anti-vax guy. I, I, I'm just not. But I'm always concerned, especially when I look at the history here in this country, where they experimented these same groups with a group of blacks with the Tuskegee, uh, what I call experiment. And these individuals were subject, not being told, by the way, what was in this alleged vaccine, but they were being injected with syphilis and some other just detrimental things that were just de- just destroying their own community. And now I'm looking at Pfizer, I'm looking at Johnson & Johnson, and I don't say this from a personal perspective, but I can tell you, my friend, I know so many individuals that have gotten the shot, the second, the booster, These are guys and girls that I know personally now. They're in and out of the hospitals with uh, various heart irregularities. There are blood clots that are going on. They have no recourse, Dinesh. And again, I'm not on the conspiratorial side of everything in life, but when I see a company that won't address these issues, and the public is obviously hungry for it, yet we have these fact-finders Uh, that are going through the facts and they're overriding virologists and they're overriding individuals who have given their life to studying medicine. I'm sorry, it's almost like I need a a, a mental timeout. And again, I'm looking at the body of work that you spoke on on this subject matter and I thought you'd just be the greatest, in my opinion, one of the greatest guests outside of the medical community uh, that could speak to it. Are you finding yourself being censored when you talk about issues of this magnitude? Um, No, I don't, you know, the thing is, I'm not in the medical community, as you say, I'm more, you know, of a cultural commentator, I try to read things carefully and make a careful assessment. And, and as you said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. In fact, on the contrary, I think that vaccines have in general been very good for mankind and have helped us to get over some diseases that would have taken a lot more lives if we didn't have them. Now, I also don't claim that there's anything unreal or fictitious about the epidemic. I think it is real. And the proof of it is that it's global. You know, it's not something just in the United States. Everybody's dealing with this. This being said, this is the most politically exploited epidemic uh, that I not only have seen, but I've heard of. And so I think it has been shocking to me to see the way in which the medical establishment has been, has allowed itself to become, in a sense, prostituted by the political uh, motives. Uh, essentially, what happens is the Biden administration tells the CDC what positions to take, and the CDC marches to the Biden drum or drummer. And uh, and that's not really the way science should work. The CDC should maintain its independence, should basically transmit information, should encourage debate, and it's doing none of those things. Um, you can't assess costs and benefits if you don't have open discussion. So obviously, whenever I hear about the negative effects about the vaccine, I measure that against the negative effects of COVID. 
COVID. Now, of course, there is a key difference, which is that, you know, you, you go out and you may or may not get COVID, but when you take the vaccine, you're obviously sticking something right into your body. And so you got to keep that in mind as well. So I've tried to essentially make sense of all this, and it's been disappointing to see the way in which it has all become ideologized. I think the reason that people are so suspicious of the CDC, suspicious of these of these companies, is because of the belief that political and commercial factors have overridden scientific and medical considerations. Yeah, you know, I had a group to help me do a study very recently, and we actually took, and again, not totally scientific, but I have great researchers around me. We looked at all of the mainstream media outlets, every single one of them, and what we found very interesting was the majority of all of these pharmaceutical companies actually advertise on their networks. And I thought, okay, which is fine if that's what they want to do. But I just thought it kind of imposed somewhat of an ethical question because if you're going to promote something on your network, then why not at least, I don't know, in the sense of fairness, have the debate, allow others to come on that don't necessarily agree with those individuals that you're allowing to promote on your network. And then what we were able to do, Dinesh, we were actually able to ascertain how many millions of dollars that were being pumped in. Well, that led us to another thought process. And we were able to find out through some uh, buddies of mine that are Congress people that even our Congress have allocated, this current administration have actually allocated hundreds of millions of dollars pushing the vaccine and making sure they have a very favorable uh, what I call outcome uh, on these networks. I'd love for you to be able to speak to that briefly. Yeah, this administration, they, you know, they, <laughs> they use propaganda in almost the old Soviet sense. I mean, most recently, I was just talking in my podcast today, that they have these meetings with these TikTok influencers. And by the way, these are people who probably couldn't find, you know, Indiana on a map, but they're telling them things like, listen, you know, the... Uh, the rise of gas prices has absolutely nothing to do with us canceling the Keystone Pipeline. It is not related to us suppressing oil drilling in Alaska. It has nothing to do with us canceling federal permits for drilling on, on public lands. No, no, no. It's 100% due to Putin, even though gas prices were rising long before Putin even dreamed about invading the Ukraine. So this is what this is the technical definition of propaganda. It's, it's lies that rely on either the ignorance or the indifference of the audience. And I think... When that starts migrating into the COVID um, area, it becomes a little dangerous because this is a case where you actually need vital medical information and you're counting on the authorities to provide it. Yeah, yeah. And, and before you get out of here, last point I want to ask, and I, I, you kind of really gave me the segue to it. Do you think there's an awakening, Dinesh, that's happening? And again, looking at all the ver various models that are out there, do you think our youth are getting it? Do you think that various groups that they keep telling us are on one side or spectrum of a particular ideological bent? Do you see a shifting? Is that paradigm really happening? What if you were able to read the tea leaves? What would it say to you right now? Well, I think what's happening is not just that people are getting a clearer picture of this, uh, you know, absolute disaster and joke of an administration, but uh, I think even more important, they're beginning to realize that the media filter through which information passes is itself twisted and distorted. And so 
you know, it used to be, and someone made the comment one time, they were, they were, this is a business guy, he goes, listen, whenever I see media coverage of my own business, it's always distorted, it's always wrong. But he goes, but you know what, somehow when I read about other topics, I always believe it, I always assume that they must know what they're talking about over there, even though in the one area where I know, I, they happen to be always wrong. And I think what people are beginning to realize is that, is that our entire press is uh, it's essentially a, a factory of misinformation. And so you just shouldn't believe what you see and hear. And very often you're better off going with the opposite of the truth, uh, the opposite of what you hear. You're going to be more closely approximating the truth. And of course, it's a call for us all to do our own research. Yeah, that's good. Dinesh, how can Jenna Ellis's audience find you and uh, kind of share in the various platforms? Would you share that with us, please? Certainly. My website is just DineshDesouza.com, no apostrophe, one word. And then also go to 2000 Mules, the number 2000mules.com. That's the website of my new film, which comes out in early May. You can watch the trailer and also sign up for the email list over there. Dinesh, great uh, being with you, my friend. I pray that you continue to do the great work that you're doing. Uh, You have inspired so many individuals that I personally know, even some, Dinesh, that I've introduced, you know, that didn't know you because they were kind of locked in this myopic view. They were only ascertaining their information from uh, various media sites. When I was able to introduce them to your body of work in the last several years, I'm telling you, you become uh, almost a cult figure uh, in so many of their lives. So my hope and prayer, my friend, as you continue to do the work you're doing, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you very much. All right. You know, friends, that I talk a lot about faith, family, and freedom. And we all know that the fight is on to preserve those things for America. And that's why I'm asking you to join me in being a member of AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. A subscription to AMAC is only $16 a year. And your membership is not only good for America, it's really good for you, too. Because AMAC members receive countless benefits and discounts while also having their values represented in Washington, D.C. So AMAC carries your concerns straight to Capitol Hill with the AMAC Action Advocacy Team, reminding our leaders that we stand for faith, family, and freedom. With 2.3 million other AMAC members nationwide, we can all fight to save the America we love. So join AMAC today by going to amac.us forward slash Ellis. If you've already joined AMAC, make sure to renew your subscription because America needs you. So join today and unite your voice with millions of other freedom-loving Americans. Go to amac.us forward slash E-L-L-I-S today. So you've been listening to Aubrey Shines. I am Aubrey Shines. I know everyone has tuned in to my dear friend, Jenna Ellis. She is out uh, just for a day or so here, needing just a little time. What a fantastic person Jenna is. I have to, uh, for those of you that may not know, at least, Jenna and I have done uh, quite a bit. We have actually, uh, I think, a pretty nice body of work together. Jenna is one of my, in my opinion, one of the greatest minds that are out there. I don't say it because she's my friend. I just think she has one of the greatest constitutional minds that are out in our arena right now. I think Donald Trump made a great choice in choosing Jenna uh, to be a constitutional advisor, uh, to see her, her poise. Uh, it's incredible. It, it, it just is. Now, this is going to sound a bit sexist to some of you. and Some of you are going to maybe struggle. I hope not. I don't do political correctness very well. Not only is Jenna uh, just a, a tremendous attribute uh, to our constitutional community, 
Uh, she's a very committed woman of faith. She believes unashamedly in her Christian upbringing, had an opportunity to meet at least part of her family. And I could kind of see where she gets that from, to be raised the way that uh, Jenna was raised. Just a fantastic uh, individual. I can only hope and pray that you echo my sentiment as well regarding Jenna Ellis. Not only that, I had an opportunity. We shared a show over at Real America's Voice for a long period of time there. I was her Friday guy. I'd come in and we'd kind of do a wrap-up of the week and our numbers were always fantastic. But I also had an opportunity to be with Jenna uh, a few times here at Liberty University, great university, where we were talking about various uh, issues regarding voting, et cetera. We were part of uh, one of the Amistad projects and I think uh, Godfrey projects. I hope I'm saying that right. If not, Phil Klein, please forgive me, my friend, for doing so. But Jenna's going to be back. But I wanted to just take a moment and just really let everyone know that our country is facing a real upheaval at this time. And a lot of it really has to do with what my guest, Dinesh, just shared. And that is, there's, uh, unfortunately, no dialogue. We have a monologue that's going on in this nation, but we don't have a real dialogue going on in this nation about this issue. And just for the record, for those of you that are not just listening, but those of you that are tuning in as well via camera, I am not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not. I have so many friends that are in the medical profession Uh, But I am anti-experiment. I don't like the idea of being anyone's guinea pig. Recently on a few shows that I've I've conducted uh, on another streaming service, I had uh, who I consider just some of the top voices out there like Dr. Peter McCullough. And here was a guy that championed these issues way before it was chic uh, to do so. He is, in my opinion, one of the greatest frontline doctors that are out there. And I've also had a chance to interview a few times who I think is one of the most brilliant young minds that's out there, and that's Dr. Christina Park. She's a cellular molecular biologist, ex-university professor there at Michigan. And she had to kind of leave the plantation if you catch uh, my drift there to make sure that she would be able to speak her heart, her mind with facts. And I think this is what our country, unfortunately, is lacking. You see, when I talk this way, uh, I would be unfortunately colored as uh, some kind of white racist. But those of you that can view me, I I think you would see that that argument may have a a little difficulty in selling to the mainstream public uh, because that's very, very hard to do uh, with the type of melanin that's in my skin. But this is what the left does. The left tries to pit us against each other, even on topics like the vaccines. This is the reason why you take, for instance, the state of New York. They were just adamant about making sure that every black and brown person was vaccinated. But maybe you didn't know this. Let me drop a bomb right here on Jenna Ellis' show, and that's this. The majority of black and brown people in the city of New York, they refused a vaccine. They said, we would rather you keep your restaurants to yourself. We'd rather eat at home, do our own things. Why Why did they come to that conclusion? It was simple. They realized that this country has been riddled with unfortunately, experiments that have been propagated in the black and brown communities. Uh, I mentioned this with Dinesh just a few moments ago. 
There was a time in our nation, now some may think, oh, that was 100 years ago. No, it actually wasn't at all. Just actually a few decades ago, where they were taking black men in the Tuskegee, Alabama area, and they were actually injecting them with syphilis, various hallucinogenic drugs. They were using these black men as an experiment. I want you to understand the gravity of this. Imagine a man in Alabama as this guinea pig. He goes out and let's say that he desires to consummate an affair somewhere. I don't recommend that. I have Christian values. There's a reason for it. But I cannot mandate my values on anyone. Therefore, let's look at the bigger picture here. Here this gentleman goes out and he has an affair. Now, he doesn't know that he has been uh, unfortunately injected. Yep, same CDC principles. Let's inject this experiment in him. He goes out now and spreads this disease throughout the region that he's in. That individual perhaps contracts, and then you understand the snowball effect continues to happen at that point. I think you're seeing the bigger point here. This is what I believe that is happening. Now, why can't we have this dialogue? Why is it that the CDC, again, is now being reported? So, again, we originally, guys like myself, we were called conspiracy nut jobs. Oh, we're just, we're, we're just bloviating out here. No, we were not bloviating. We were looking at the data. We were looking at the facts. We were looking at what was going on in our communities. And we realized something is wrong with this picture. One, if you took a vaccine and there was an adverse effect, you couldn't even, there was no one for you to find uh, any type of restitution with. The companies were not responsible. By the way, when there's a vaccine in the purest clinical organic way, when it's gone through the FDA process, et cetera, et cetera, there's actually recourse for you if that vaccine affects you. Unfortunately, with the vaccines that have been out there, not vaccines as Dr. Christina Parks and Dinesh D'Souza, I think so eloquently shared with us what was really going on. They've been using masses of our population as experiments. Now, again, for the record, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have friends that have been vaccinated. Unfortunately, the experiment uh, that they have received has not actually been good for them. These are individuals that I've known for so many years, and now they're in and out of hospitals. There are various myocardial uh, problems uh, that they're having, blood clots that they're experiencing. Some of them have uh, what we call palsy or uh, symptoms of stroke-like symptoms that are happening. They can't seem to shake it. My heart actually breaks. Why is this going on? And then think of this for just a moment. Then you have an administration like the Biden administration that is mandating it. Yes, we had to go all the way to the Supreme Court just to stop this imbecile from projecting this into the hearts of men and women throughout this nation. Now, I'm very respectful of any person that sits in the Oval Office, I just don't happen to believe that he is duly elected president. But I'll digress because that is my opinion. And I think at some point, the facts at some point are going to continue to come out. However, when we look at what's going on in this nation and we're looking at an administration that is mandating our military men and women uh, to, to be used as an experiment, even though the science is out. The science of if you've already contracted this virus, the likelihood of you contracting it 
it, it's almost minuscule compared to those who have been vaccinated. Case in point, Barack Hussein Obama. I'm not happy that he's sick. I don't gloat over anyone being sick for any reason, even if what they believe in is a pendulum years away from swinging in my direction. I wish him well. I pray that he becomes better. But here's a man that has been vaccinated a few times and booster shots only now to announce he has the virus. Yet, I know of individuals that have had the virus and three days, four days later, small, you know, inconvenience. These are their words that they were not able to have the same appetite. By the way, it didn't stop them from eating. They didn't suffer some long-term effect. They moved on with their lives and they're the better. I want to pause and say thank God for governors like mine here in Florida. Ron DeSantis, fantastic leadership. Now that's what real leadership has looked like and should look like. And I must also go back to who I believe is one of the greatest presidents of our time. That is President Donald J. Trump. I do. Now, in all fairness, I know so many of you are already, I'm looking at my phone blowing up over here. You say, oh, I know who you are, Aubrey Shines. Yep, it's true. I did travel with Donald Trump. Uh, as a matter of fact, when if, and I hope you've never done this, by the way, but if you were one of the ones that ever read one of the reasons, according to Hillary Clinton in her book, why she was not elected, Aubrey Shines, who you're listening to right now, sitting in for Jen Ellis, she actually lists me in her book by name. She lists me as one of the people and one of the reasons she did not get elected. I know that's hard to believe. What happened? It was because I was able to do what this vaccine and the proponents of it won't allow us to do. And that is express my opinion. I created a video about Hillary Clinton. I just simply said, here's who she is. And this is what she's doing. It was a six-minute video. I wrote it. I, I, I put my own bucks in it. And it went viral. 60-plus million were able to actually view it. Of course, I was taken down in, uh, with certain social media giants, but others like Sinclair Network and so many other networks, Laura Ingram and others, they picked me up. I was able to talk about those issues. Well, here we are faced with the same thing with this virus. Why can we not have this dialogue in the United States of America? The greatest country, this side of heaven, is the United States of America. Instead, we're looking at divisive policies that this current administration is trying to mandate. When they lose in our Supreme Court, they're still pressuring other companies uh, to do so. Now we find out that they've unfortunately has spent a hundred plus million dollars putting it into various media outlets to give these vaccines a positive review. Can you imagine this for just a moment? Imagine our own government creating their own narrative for the point, by the way, to make sure that what they are spinning is something that we would all like. Now, let's pause and think about this. Everyone understands the power of image. Those of you that maybe had, as I did, favorite uh, cartoon characters or animation in various ways. I, by the way, I'm a Captain America kind of Hulk, Thor, Iron Man kind of a guy. Those were images that we grew up as kids with. 
and, and we try to emulate them to some degree. Very positive images. We know through behavioral studies, which I have a background in, by the way, we know that whatever image you put forth is what people are going to, in a sense, they're going to kind of acquiesce to. Well, if our media is constantly painting this rosy picture of the great things that the vaccines are doing, why wouldn't you believe it? Thank God for people like Dinesh D'Souza and Jenna Ellis and others that are saying, wait a minute, time out. Let's just look at the data. Why is it that this administration is afraid of the data? Why can't we talk about natural immunity? Why can we not talk about over 1.7 million adverse effects that have happened as a result of this experiment? Why can we not talk about that there is no recourse, restitution for anyone that may have been inflicted, mandated, but now they, they can't get any resolve from it? I find it strange, even Dr. Malone, I, I've said, and I've listened to him a few times. Here's one of the champions and one of the creators of the vaccine. He recently came out and said, pretty soon what we're going to begin to hear is no one made you take it. Here's a guy that is not only vaccine was part of it, has now come out against it. Why is Robert Malone doing it? Because now the truth is being exposed about the CDC. And now here they are galloping into the continent of Africa. For those of you that are viewing, pay attention. Africa's not inundated with this uh, virus the way other continents have been. I don't know the reason. I'm not a virologist. I've not studied medicine. No, that's not my background. Uh, but I think my GPA allows me to read, and I, I think I can kind of cipher out, you know, the A's versus the B's and the C's versus the D's here. Why is it that they're pushing this mandate now in Africa, a continent where we're not seeing millions of people dying? Why are their immune systems seemingly immune uh, to this? But yet we find now that our own government is helping push this narrative I don't know about you. If that doesn't scare you, I don't know. Maybe you better check your pulse. You may have already deceased and not even known it. See, this is what Jenna Ellis' show is really all about, making sure that people like you and I, that we are informed. And this is why I've taken this time just to espouse these issues. I wanted to make sure that on this particular topic, uh, you be well informed, that you would consider it from another view, that you would also look at the body of evidence that's out there and begin to make what I call an educated, uh, what I hope is an analogy that you can live with the rest of your life. Again, I'm not opposed to what anything that anyone wants to put in his or her body. Hey, God bless you. I choose not to. I need to know the data. I need to know the effects. I need to know what's going to happen 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And if you don't have that information, I think I'm going to stay with the other group of doctors, these other professionals that are saying, hey, 99.7% of all individuals that unfortunately will contract this virus, they're going to actually be okay. I like the group of doctors that are out there, including my own, by the way, that says, hey, just make sure that you're exercising, you're not overweight. Make sure that you're eating a great diet, maybe taking a little extra vitamin D, some zinc, and maybe some... Now, again, I'm not a doctor. This is what my doctor shares with me personally, and I take his advice. Why? Because he has the training. I don't. This is 
And these are things that you and I must be considerate of. I think that we are in an interesting paradox at, in this nation, and that's this. Truth is going to come out one way or another. But I also believe that there's a shifting, a paradigm, a real shifting that's going on in our nation. While our mainstream media is not being honest, the Jenna Ellis show, I think she's doing a great job. I think shows like hers and others on this great uh, platform, we're able to get this information out. What we need you to do, we need you to share this information. Make sure that Jenna becomes twice as large of a voice in this nation. I mean, can you imagine her voice being amplified a hundred more times? I can. That's why I'm here. I'm just honored that I find an opportunity and been asked to come over and to share. Now, some of you that may not know and may not remember me with Jenna, on every platform out there, including Getter and some of the others, Truth Social, you can find me, just put in Aubrey's America. Just spell out my name, Aubrey's America, and you can find. I'll be talking about people like Jenna for a reason, because individuals like her are really, I believe, the conduits that is going to what I call shed light in this nation that you and I can live out even the dream of someone like Dr. King when he said, hey, let's not do this color thing. Let's not judge each other based upon the content of, of uh, other than the content of our character. In essence, let's exclude what we originally see. But let's look at the character. What are we producing? What level of integritous behavior is actually being used to make sure that we're communicating? I think one of the greatest ones, in my opinion, is our Christian ethos here in this country. What a great nation to live in. No other nation like the United States of America. And this is what Jenna's doing. Listen, I'm so honored I've had this time. I'm actually coming back. I'm going to share another show with you on just tomorrow. You want to stay tuned for the Jenna Ellis show again. I'm her friend. I'm her buddy. I'm the comrade that she has had uh, for just a few days in her life. Actually, it's been some years, but I'll just call it a few days. I'm Aubrey Shines. I look forward to speaking with you on tomorrow. Hey, again, thanks so much and God bless every one of you. I want to talk about my good friend, Mike Lindell. He has been canceled out of so many box stores for simply standing up for his own political opinion and disagree or not, uh, or support him or not. It is a fundamental right of every American to be able to voice their opinion. And that absolutely includes politics. That absolutely includes uh, issues that are central to our culture. That includes faith. Uh, Mike is such a very sincere Christian, and I am proud to consider him a friend. And he is, of course, a friend of this show. So right now, there is a special on MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including a great towel set, which is a six-piece set. It includes two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths, made in the USA, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99, but you have to use the promo code Jenna. That's J-E-N-N-A. That tells Mike that you listen to this show. You're happy that he is uh, a sponsor of this show and you will get great, great discounts, but use the promo code Jenna. That's J-E-N-N-A either at MyPillow.com or call 1-800-564-8475 and use the promo code Jenna. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.